Well, hello, and welcome to A Photographic Life, the first episode of 2020. Uh, lots to discuss. It may seem as if it's been quiet over the last couple of weeks, but certainly my mind's been ticking over. But with a number of things that I've been uh, observing, little news stories and snippets that have been coming up. So let's get straight on to it, shall we, this week. First thing I want to talk about is the photo book. Um, I wrote an article actually just before Christmas um, titled uh, 10 Things You Need to Think About, Questions You Need to Ask Yourself um, Before You Start to Make a, um, a Photo Book. And the reason why I wrote this was because I saw that there was a workshop being advertised and that workshop was a photo book making workshop for £850 for a five-day um, workshop there, session series of sessions um and that 850 pounds uh, on in addition to that would be your travel and your accommodation costs so i was kind of looking at it and thinking well we're looking at perhaps almost a couple of thousand pounds here certainly a thousand five hundred which is pretty much the same nowadays in euros as in dollars and oh, that's a lot of money um so i put that out there and i i thought well let me see if I can kind of focus my thoughts about the questions you need to ask before you'd even uh, create a photo book or also, I suppose, consider spending that kind of money for a workshop. It made me think that if you hadn't asked the questions of yourself, uh, were you just wasting your money? What were you going to get out of that workshop? What came back was quite interesting. Um, it's proved to be very popular as an article and the link to it is on the website, so do check that out. But there was also some comments being made about the fact that um, photo books should be made because it's like an art thing and therefore you shouldn't worry about it. And my, and, and my questions that I put forward were very much about who are your audience? What's the commerciality of this project? The reason for that and the reason for me taking that take was because at the end of the day, if you're going to produce a photo book, what you're entering into there is publishing. And publishing has a, a straightforward uh, spend to return. Uh, it's okay if, if you have no intention of uh, recouping any of your uh, outlay in your investment. That's absolutely fine. But I don't think there are many of us who are in the position um, to do that. So that was the idea behind the article. And then it started to make me reflect and think more about this idea of the photo book. As I started to see more and more best of photo books of the year, competitions for photo books. And it started to make me think, well, what, what about this proliferation of photo books? I know that in the past, I've always seen this very much about the, the digital print revolution. And therefore, because they're now... Uh, easier to do and, and, and a lot cheaper than they used to be. That's why they're being done. And then I started to think about that in more detail. I thought, well, maybe actually that is part of the equation, but there's some, maybe there's something more to this. And what I started to think was that the photo book has become this thing that photographers seem to think they have to have to kind of define themselves as, and I'm going to put this in parentheses here, um, a serious photographer. 
Whereas in the past, the idea of, I suppose, recognition as a photographer was the commission. If somebody else put faith in you um, by saying, here is some money, go and take some pictures for us. There was a certain kind of validation there that, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm doing the right thing. Maybe my pictures are okay. Maybe the way I work is, is, is kind of, it's acceptable. So the validation came through the commission. Increasingly, we've commissioned photography in a particularly kind of, um, oh, I'm trying to be positive, but in a difficult um, situation place. That idea, and also, I suppose, you know, with so many more people out there wanting to be photographers than it used to be the case, that idea of the commissioner's validation is either incredibly difficult to achieve, or alternatively, it's one of those kind of um, impossibles with work that's being created that's highly personal. It's not commissionable. So what then happens, of course, is we get into this situation of photography as art form, photo book as validation for photography as art form, and therefore the photo book becomes so much more important because it's something you can personally control and it's something you can kind of put out there. Another photographer came back to me and said, well, isn't it a form of marketing? And um, I don't think it is. I, well, I, I I say that, I'm not sure. My idea of a piece of marketing is that you understand who you're marketing to. Who do you want to appeal to and what do you want to get from that person? In a sense, it's just another form of audience. So I don't think that many people are making that connection, if you like, if it is a piece of marketing. Are they making the connection that it is a piece of marketing with, with a, a kind of a solid outcome or a potential outcome? Or are people, photographers, thinking about it as being something that's very personal to them that they're going to put out there? Um, but then what? I don't know. Anyway, um, it's made me think quite a bit. And um, I really recommend anybody working on photo books who's uh, considering putting in a substantial spend on creating that photo book to check out the article I've written. As, as I say, the 10 questions to ask yourself and be brutally honest as to what your expectation is of that photo book because my concern is that your expectation may be unmet and you may find yourself in a worse position than you did before you started. As I said I've picked up on a few kind of news stories over the last couple of weeks that I've been dying to kind of respond to and one of them is concerning Photographiska, the 10-year-old Stockholm Museum of Photography that's just opened a particularly opulent New York outpost uh, with a 45,000 square foot space uh, stretching across six floors of a 19th century Renaissance revival building down in the Flatiron District. Now that we all carry infinite image banks and digital studios around in our pockets uh, for me it's a little hard to grasp how a temple of contemporary photography can sustain such high ticket prices it's 28 dollars per adult to enter this space um the new photographiska museum in new york was founded by these guys a pair of swedish brothers jan and per broman um, in 2010 and as children, they, they dabbed, dabbled around in their father's darkroom. 
um, and have become photo entrepreneurs. A shiver went down my spine when I used that phrase. But um, I'm presuming that their finance, their money, their wealth comes from property because it all seems to be about property to me. But anyway, uh, the brand has gone global. There's a branch in Tallinn in Estonia. Um, that opened in June, and there's another in Whitechapel in East London that's uh, due to open, evidently, in late 2020. It's not a commercial gallery, and it's not a non-profit institution. It runs mostly on ticket sales and $150 memberships. They describe it as an evangelical enterprise uh, for photography, as an art that's simultaneously high, democratic and socially engaged. I just can't see how social engagement and democracy, the democratic experience of this photography, um, can exist with a $28, um, as I say, per adult entry fee. It goes back to that idea of the photo book to me that I was talking about at the beginning here. It seems to me that photography is being hijacked and being taken into certain directions. I think as photographers, it's kind of our responsibility to make sure that um, we say no to the hijack and we speak out about this kind of stuff. The last couple of podcasts have been slightly unusual in format. But to kick off 2020, we're returning to the old ways. So it's um, with great pleasure that I welcome to What Does Photography Mean to Me, R.J. Kern. Uh, Kern was born in 1978 and is an American artist whose work explores ideas of home, ancestry and a sense of place through the interaction of people, animals and cultural landscapes. His work has been exhibited in a number of exhibitions, including the Museum of Modern Art Tbilisi, Georgia, the National Portrait Gallery, London, and a solo exhibition at the Griffin Museum of Photography, Boston. Uh, awards and accolades includes PDN's uh, 30 for 2018, Critical Mass 2018 Top 50, the 2017 Taylor Wessing Photographic Portrait Prize, more talk about the uh, 2019 version of that in a future podcast, and uh, two artist initiative grants from the Minnesota State Arts Board. Kern's projects, The Unchosen Ones and Out to Pasture, were published in National Geographic in 2017, and his first monograph with Kerher Verlag, titled The Sheep and the Goats, was awarded one of the Most Beautiful German Books 2018 awards and a bronze by the Deutsche Photobook Press 2018-19. Selected uh, collections holding his work include the Center for Creative Photography, Arizona, the Griffin Museum of Photography, the Museum of Fine Arts, Houston, and the Museum of Fine Arts, St. Petersburg. He was the commemorative artist for the uh, 2019 Minnesota State Fair and is represented by the Klomchin Gallery in New York and the Burnett Fine Art and Advisory in Minnesota. It's about time we heard from Mr. Kern. What does photography mean to me? Well, the five-minute version or less goes something like this. I, I would say photography for me serves almost like a passport um, that allows me to explore both new visual ideas 
and offers me an opportunity to create something from nothing um, and essentially like uh, forms a creative license for me, helping to both boost my confidence and determination um, and allowing me to kind of work and engage with people and accomplish goals that I've set for myself. Uh, I always think of this scene in the movie Dumb and Dumber uh, from the early 90s when Jim Carrey's uh, character is in this uh, hot pursuit in the airport and proceeds right past the gate agent who tried to warn him and he just turns around and says, it's okay, I'm a limo driver. And then of course he proceeds to run right off the jetway. Um, I almost feel like photography for me fills this like creative license that I says, it's okay, I'm on a project. And then it kind of gives me this confidence to, well, make mistakes, but also create something. and in my work, um, which I've been working in my fine art pursuits for since 2012, um, explores ideas of both home and ancestry and also the kind of the sense of place. Um, I joke that my artistic license is right next to my uh, cultural geography license in my wallet. Um, and I, I use the photographic medium in, in multiple formats, uh, usual, utilizing kind of both natural and artificial like strobe light um, to document the interaction of people, animals, and also cultural landscapes. Um, uh, during the last half decade or so, I, I've been uh, creating fo- photographs that address this kind of curious relationship uh, humans have with animals in both kind of the agricultural landscape, um, but on the but it's also in cities and, and places where we uh, rely on them, um, such as fairs, uh, supermarkets, even our own house. Um, in broad terms, I would say my my focus is on the contemporary construction of the pastoral, um, kind of a concept that's both natural and inherent to spaces, um, I would say, with like certain descriptive qualities um, and also kind of a socio-cultural way for us to both frame and order the this kind of unruly world which we're born into. Um, my life has kind of been one of roaming, kind of moving around without a, a specific connection to a place that I would call home. Um, kind of over the years, this roaming has evolved into seeking. And as an adult who's kind of finally rooting in a place and calling it a home, I'm looking for an anchor. And uh, for me, photography means that it's a, an opportunity to kind of explore my ancestry and a cultural heritage um, through kind of this connectivity from past to present. Um, and it's this thread that I'm weaving a foundation uh, for me as I begin a family and create a home for them. Um, so both my camera, kind of fueled by my passion for geography, kind of helps to me to interpret and order the world, I would say, in this large-scale detail, um, connecting one thing to another. And for this is the reason I am an artist, and, and I owe photography a great deal for that. Thank you very much, RJ, for your contribution this week. Um, Usually I'll go back and pick up some threads, but this week I'm going to leave you to do that because there's just so much stuff I want to pick up on, which isn't connected to to that particular contribution. Um, One of the things I want to pick up on is uh, I got an email the other day um, from a, a printing company, which is based in the UK, and it said this. 
Uh, we have an upcoming new book called How to Show Your Work, which will be packed full of advice and case studies about how to create an amazing exhibition, curate a portfolio, publish your work, etc. We plan to include a large-scale study showing the state of the creative industry and uh, how you guys approach these tasks. We have a quick survey prepared and we would really appreciate your participation. Note, the book will be free for everyone. All you have to do is ask for it to be included in the print order. So not really free there. Got to buy something first, but free with the purchase and collect it or pay the postage. So you've either got to get to London to pick it up, which is where this print company are based, or you've got to pay for the postage. So again, it's not completely free. The one bit that would be free would be my contribution to the survey in which I, I had a look at it and it was full of questions which I could very clearly see was gonna form the book. It ties for me back to everything we've been talking about um, this week. Uh, on the podcast. It ties in with that idea of the photo book, that you need to be working on this amazing exhibition to create a portfolio, to publish your work. This pressure, 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 pressure to do this thing. Because if you don't do this thing, you're not a serious photographer. That's not me speaking. That's me interpreting what's being kind of put forward there. I might be wrong. I think I'm right, but only you can see whether or not you agree with me on that. But anyway, uh, also for me ties into that idea of this gallery space that we're going to pay to go into and this kind of monetization of that. And I'm, I'm not uh, a socialist, a communist. I'm not somebody who's anti-capitalism. I, I try and avoid all of that kind of... Uh, sitting into um, particular pre uh, pre um, what would be the word I suppose prescribed kind of points of view I try and find a balance between everything but one of the things I really do recognize is the pressure that's being put on photographers at the moment and I'm also more than just aware from the conversations I have with a number of people uh, the pressures and the outcome of that the depression the the feeling of despondency with where photography is because the more that these pressures are put on people uh the more likely it is going to be that if you don't achieve those goals that are being put for you you're not going to feel great and anybody who listens to this podcast regularly will know that that's a real prime kind of thing for me it also occurred to me over the last couple of weeks that um I don't hear many people talking out about this stuff. And a couple of people have said to me, well, you know, you're the one doing it. And it would be really nice if other people also started to speak out about this and discuss this in more detail. Um, you can write articles about it. You can do podcasts about it. You know, there's a lot going on out there that is good, but there's also a lot of pressure that's being put on people. And I just felt that this email that came to me was was part of that kind of pressure that idea that i had to fulfill the requirements of this company so that they can give something away for free but it's not free because you're going to have to pay for the postage or you and also you're going to have to you have to buy something from them now why should i give them um, my knowledge my 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 uh, input um in return for nothing you know 
this for me is a major major problem with where we are in photography at the moment it can be solved and i'm always positive about that i'm always looking for solutions to that problem but um i don't want to start the new year off on a on a bad foot but um anyway that's where we are we're starting the new year fiery and feisty but whatever happens we are always going to take care Thank you.